welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. I've had the privilege to go to the Holy Land many times, and I'm not talking Costco this time, but Israel. And when there, there you will, if you take a pilgrimage there, there's a place called Mount Tabor. It is the traditional site of the transfiguration of the Lord. And so when I went there, my first time was with Mount Angel Abbey, right before I was ordained with some other seminarians, one of them who became a guy with a pointy hat now, Bishop Peter, right? He was one of my confreres uh, in our ordination. They were real close to that. And so when we get to Mount Tabor, you have a couple choices to get to the top of the mountain. You can take a taxi, or I mean, take your life in your own hands and take a taxi as they're just driving back and forth. And if you've been there, this is quite harrowing. No seatbelts, you know, no insurance, no care for your safety as you go up and down. Uh, so I'm like, I'm going to walk. That's the other option, by the way. You can walk. So actually, in all seriousness, I wanted to walk to have a peaceful journey to the Mount of Transfiguration. Along with me was another priest, Father Tien, uh, from Mount Angel, one of the Abbey priests who's now passed on. He was my uh, professor on Book of John. But as we're walking up Mount Tabor, I thought, this is perfect. How about, hey, Father, would you listen and hear my confession? I mean, I love confession. You just got to know that right off the bat. I love confession. It's an amazing sacrament. And thought, this is a perfect example. What a wonderful moment, right? I'm going to walk up the Mount Transfiguration, have my sins forgiven, and be transfigured as I go, right? Is that, it was awesome. And so we did. And it was wonderful. Again, I love the sacrament of reconciliation. But I'm not sure everybody else does. In fact, this is probably one of the sacraments that's like, I would rather have a tooth canal. I'd rather, you know, do double the homework. I'd rather whatever, right? Well, let me answer some questions that often people offer. One of them is, why even go to a priest for confession in the first place, right? Why go to a priest? Can't I just go into my backyard? Well, go for it. Go in your backyard. And see if you are convinced yourself that you've actually been forgiven. Just on a lived-out experience, I have people coming into the confessional They've asked for forgiveness for a lot of things, but they don't feel or believe yet that they are forgiven. And this is one of the things that confession does that makes what seems subjective very concrete. Why? Because first of all, you actually say it out loud because in your backyard, you're probably not saying it too loud, right? Because your neighbors would have to hear that, right? You want your neighbors to hear that. But in a confessional... You're saying these words, and it is hard. I mean, if you're really serious about what you're doing, that means it's kind of hard to do that. But you hear these words, and I absolve you of your sins in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. It is without a doubt that happened. And that subjectivity is washed away. It is clear. Now, it's also important to note, theologically, Bill Holtzinger is not doing the absolving. I'm ordained as a priest so that Jesus would be a conduit for me, for you. So when I say those things, they say in Persona Christi, Jesus is doing the absolving, actually. And in fact, here's an interesting thing. I even say, and I absolve you in the name of Bill? No. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Okay. 
And by the way, if you're wondering where did we get this kind of power or this, how does it happen? I just want to give you just a quickie this here. Go to John chapter 20, verse 21. Just remember that. John chapter 20, verse 21. And read for yourself Christ giving this authority to his apostles. So, going into the backyard, okay, nice, but not really convincing, right? But it is cathartic, isn't it? I mean, I witnessed this. It's cathartic for me. You walk in, there's a deep emotion attached, and that event makes visible what is invisible. What was dark or hidden or secret now is not. You brought it out. And in fact, for me, sometimes it's like, I don't even want to say that I've done this. This word, I don't even want to say this. I don't want to admit this about myself. And yet by doing so, it starts to lose its power. And when I hear that I absolve you, I know that that absolution is directly about what I just said. And so the, another thing is that the, the burden of the, the weight of sin is lifted. I see it myself, in my own self, when I go. I walk in, I'm, or I, I meet with either Don, Father Don Gutman or Father Bob Barracks, and I'm kind of stressed, and then I, I'm absolved. I'm just so much better. I feel better. I'm nicer. I'm more patient. A whole bunch of things. Yeah. Confession is great medicine for the narcissism in our world and in ourselves. Because, check this, right? We don't like to be accounted for. We do not like accountability. But confession is the great accountability moment, right? The beautiful thing about it is it dies right there and goes nowhere. No matter what you've said in the confessional, in the seal, it's inviolable. I will go to jail before, well, I just won't even say it, but I'll go to jail if it's necessary not to say, to make sure I don't say what has been in there. But it's interesting because we need to say these things in our lives, those things that are secret, because, well, AA is brilliant. Alcoholics Anonymous, they got a lot of the great sayings. This is when it really applies. That you are sick as your secrets. Right? You are as sick as your secrets. And the more I hold it in, that dark stuff. In fact, I hear stuff in confession that your spouses won't tell you. Or your friends won't tell you. Because it would damage things. And it's so dark, they can barely speak of it. This is a safe place. It's amazing. So let's not be sick. Therefore, let's not keep secrets. Uh, instead of questions, there's this thought. Well, it's been a long time. I don't really know how to go. Well, you're in good shape because I'm an expert. And so are all these other priests, right? I have literally heard thousands and thousands and thousands of confessions. In fact, just yesterday, a lot. Yesterday started out, right before Mass, I heard confessions, morning Mass. After that, I went to St. Juan Diego and their communal reconciliation service, heard confessions. After that, I went to the chirp retreat, and I heard some chirping in the confessions. Right, and then I came here right before the evening mass, and I heard some more confessions. It was, it was wonderful. If I was in a bad mood in the beginning of the day, I was in a great mood at the end of the day. Why? For me, it's like the afterglow of all these sins being burned away and the joy that I see in people's faces. Do I remember your sins? Oh, absolutely not. Because that's the other one. Well, Father might look at me and go, oh, and look at me differently now that I've said this about myself. Well, Father Mike Schmitz, you may know who he is. He's a YouTuber, and 
Well, he's a priest first, and then he does some YouTube things, right? He uses this example of a sanitation worker. So imagine it's your first day on the job. You have to pick up the trash can. Well, okay, I know they're automatic, but assume that we're picking up the trash can and putting it in the dumpster or whatever. You might even look in there and go, there's some fascinating things that they're throwing away. How interesting, right? And it's only interesting for a while because after a month of this, it, or a year of this, it's just like, oh, whatever. It's just stuff and just keep, you know, they just haul it, right? It's just like noise. So now put yourself in my shoes. First of all, the grace of the sacrament helps me become forgetful. It's kind of like, you know, going for a quiz. You cram for the quiz, and after the quiz, you're like, do you remember anything you said, or do you know that anymore? I don't remember that anymore. But in this case, I hear someone offer their confession, and I have no time to even think about remembering it, because there's another person in the confession, and then on and on and on and on, until it's like a big blur. You get your time, but I don't remember any of it. And it's actually much easier on me than actually meeting in the office when I have a, like a counseling session or a pastoral ministry session, because there I might have to do something about it. I have to act on it. You, if you want to tell me, Father, can you do something for me in the confessional? I go, all I can do is what's in here. Can't do anything outside of here. So uh, you want me to go somewhere and do something? I can't do that. I'd be breaking the seal. So I don't have time is another one. Well, here's the deal. We do have four o'clock confessions, but we're going to give you a deal. Instead of four o'clock, next Saturday, we'll make it 3.30. How about that? Is that better? A little better? 30 minutes more? But even better, you can always call and make an appointment. And even better, there's going to be a reconciliation service on Saturday. I'll get to that next. Here's one. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. Denial is not just a river in Egypt. Denial is not just a river in Egypt. Another good saying from the Alcoholics Anonymous group is, stinking thinking makes more stinking thinking. You know, it's like saying, you know, I don't need to brush my teeth every day. I do it once a month. <laughs> Stinking thinking, yeah. Nice to meet you, Mr. Halitosis Breath. Talk to someone else, right? So how often should we go? I mean, we have a communal session coming up. Our church asks us to come at least once before Christmas and once before Easter. But I'm like, okay, is that really enough? Not for me, it ain't. I know that. Because I know I get snarky, I start getting upset about things, I'm struggling. Those are signs for me, like, I got to do something. I'd recommend that you make it a regular thing. So I go monthly, as I can. But I learned also that a lot of you, you may trim your hair every now and then, maybe every six weeks, you're cutting the dead ends, right? Is that for some of you? Think of sins as dead ends. So make that a sacramental moment. You do the, the trimming of your hair, I'm like, oh, time to go to confession. And it wouldn't have to be this big laundry list. It would be like one or two things. Kind of like what we're going to do on Saturday. One or two things. So, you don't need to go to Mount Tabor to go to confession or be transfigured, right? But confession does transfigure us. So, you know the, the health of a parish is not necessarily about how many people come to church. It's how many people are participating in the sacrament of reconciliation. Because that's what it's about. Changing our hearts, being converted, reconverted, transfigured, like on the Mount of Tabor. And that's what happens at confession. So if you want homework, consider yourself invited next Saturday here 
All you have to do is drive up this little mountain of Holy Trinity, park your car, or walk, and we'll have nine priests here. We had, I think, five last time, and 400 people. It was an hour and a half. That's pretty good. We have nine priests now. We're not like, it's not really about like, how much we have, but I want you to know this is the easiest way to go to confession. If that last thought is, I'm afraid to go, welcome to the club. Because if you're not serious about it, then I'm wondering if, uh, if you're not really have a little tension about what you're going to confess, then I'm not sure you're serious. But if you're kind of nervous about it, that's okay, because this is one of those moments where I'm going to ask you to come forward to whatever priest and offer two, maybe three, if it's really got to be a big, big deal, with no context. We have no time in those moments. Just what the sin is. We'll have all done our act of contrition, because someday, I don't know my act of contrition. No worry. We'll all read it together. It'll be a simple penance, and out you go. Off, well, in a state of grace for a little while, <laughs> right? At least make it to the doors, okay? Because if you be, go beyond the doors, then you get mad at people in the parking lot. You just come right back in, <laughs> and we'll still be here. So I'll see you on Saturday, 10 a.m., here on Mount Tabor, or Holy Trinity. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.